this is Paul. And I'm Chris. <laughs> and this is a special. <laughs> All right, spoilers. This is a spe- special. Spoiler, spoiler. Yeah, if you haven't seen Wonder Woman, <laughs> you might not want to listen to this podcast because we're going to talk about it. My wife and I, my beautiful <laughs> so wife, who is a blubbering mess right now. I'm a mess. Just watched Wonder Woman 1984. Important to say that I cried this hard on the first Wonder Woman. <laughs> She's a mess right but now. But right now, I just have to say, I am just so, so happy that these movies have come out. And I am so emotional because... Man, I think about all those little girls out there now. They get to watch these movies and get to see these amazing, like, amazing, strong, kind, powerful women on the screen. It, like... Gorgeous. (laughs) She's so freaking beautiful that it's amazing. I have to blow my nose. Don't edit it out. Okay. Well, not a perfect movie. I thought there were some wonderful moments. <coughs> you know what? I think Patty Jenkins, she should have brought in another writer. She should have brought in somebody. All like, right, listen. No, it wasn't perfect, but in my mind... I'm sorry. I don't were, wanna, I'm not trying to ruin this Wait, no, I'm going to say there were way more many... Like, yes, nothing is perfect, but there were way more many moments that just kicked ass... And took names, then the moments where you're like, oh. Did you like it better than the first movie? Because I thought the first movie was well, darker. The first, the first movie was such a, like... It was darker. <laughs> I'm not going to compare the two. nothing will ever beat the scene of her going through No Man's Land. That was incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was amazing. But, like, the thing and is... And we took her seriously. This this was so... Well, it was, they, they promoted it. I mean, the fact that it was set in the 80s, you knew that it was going to be... Yeah, but little... I'm going to be honest with you. I can see the Marvel influence in this movie. <coughs> you see the Marvel influence. In oh my it. God! All right, let me. Like break. it's like somebody making a record, <coughs> and like Stevie Wonder makes a record, and then everybody after Stevie Wonder is trying to chase that dragon. All right, wait, let me break and this it's down. Chasing let me the break it down. Bit. Let this. Let me break this down. Okay. If you saw the first Wonder Woman movie, it like you know it set up the universe. It set up who she was, her history. No, Batman v wait. Superman set up okay, the wait. universe. No, no, no. Okay. Let me just... Okay, I'm just telling you. Okay, Man wait, of Steel. I'm saying for the Wonder Woman, like... You uni- said the universe. The universe was okay, set the up one- already. Okay, don't be like comic book geeked out hey, right now. On. Let me just, let me I lay this out. I know it's canon. I know it's canon okay. and what's not canon. So if you saw the first Wonder Woman movie, <laughs> it laid out who she was, her history, how she met Steve Trevor. Like, it was really like the foundation for this. And this movie is not anything like the it's i don't think i think it's intentionally set in this era with yeah i can see the influences from the the other movies but they i think they did a great job of saying look it's the 80s so you can't take a lot of this stuff seriously because we're deliberately setting it in a time slot where things are outrageous i thought they did a great job with, <coughs> um, Kristen Wiig did a great job. 
Mm-hmm. I think it's really hard to step into a villain role. No, and I, I bought, and I bought, buy into why she's transformed. I bought Cheetah at the end. I thought she was going to somehow stay, stay Cheetah at the end. Yeah, I. So you care about Kristen Wiig? It's not like they did a nice arc for her character. You really see her her growth. I mean, Gal is insane. She is so. She's so great. She is. You should tell them the movie, the way the movie starts out is like a little girl <clears throat> Wonder Woman. Okay, yeah. Let me, that's where I started crying. in like crying. Greek games and like Chris is bawling. I'm bawling in like the first three minutes of the movie. <laughs> so this little girl who was plucked out of Hadley's. a Hadley's, it's a toy store in London, literally was shopping with her family and a talent agent said you should audition for the movie she is a horseback rider this could anyway not that you care about that so the beginning is like going back to the first movie where we're on we're in their world it's like a memory of her childhood which i loved about the first movie by the way i loved when we saw her training yeah. well that's like all of that that's like that's world building <laughs> right so this little girl they said she did most of her stunts in this movie. That's amazing. Which is amazing. Um, it it also, I mean, we're going to just spoil wow, everything. Wow, it was two and a half hours. It felt like a minute to me. It yeah, it didn't, felt it like, didn't feel that long. Yeah. So You're, you're going to be like Siskel and I'm going to be like Ebert. Okay, no. I'll just say that like <clears throat> there were some great moments and I'll probably speak out of order. Like it, it'll, I'll speak as they come to me. I love that in that scene with the little girl, she's like problem solving. She she falls off the horse and she's like, I'll go down this slide and I'll figure out a way to get back in the race. And then Robin Wright, who's sort of a cameo in it, like, I love that Robin Wright like lays the smack down and is like, that's not how life works. Yeah, but I, I mean, that, that's when the movie... Wait, I, I didn't finish what I was going to say. And then I'll, I'll pass it to you. Okay. She like, and Diana, the young Wonder Woman is like, but I won. I was here first. And she's like, no, you cheated. And this is what I want to say before I pass the torch to you. To me, that message, that really moved me. No, the, the all the powerful <coughs> female images are remarkable and wonderful and triumphant. Um, but it was when my movie trope alarm went off. My movie trope alarm went off right away. As soon as she started blowing everybody away and she was clearly first... I was like, oh, something bad is going to happen here so that she doesn't win because <coughs> she has to learn a lesson. Yeah, yeah. This whole scene has to be the young Diana learns. That's a movie trope thing, though. It went right off. It, well. In my head, the movie trope alarm was it like. It worked. She has to learn a lesson. It right worked, now. though. It worked for me. It worked. No, and I it was love cool. that. It was cool. Um, I, I also loved. Um, oh, God. There were so many things I loved. Can I tell you what I loved? Yes, please. Because there I'm were a like, few things that really stood th- out. We, oh, by the way, we just finished watching it literally one second uh, She ago. was great. <coughs> Who? Gall. She was great. Um, I loved... There were a lot of cool moments in the movie. Yeah, the fighting especially. And I don't know if you knew this or not. Wonder Woman flies in the comic book. Um, No, I didn't know that. She flies in the comic book. Which is book. why... Oh my God, I'm going to start crying. <laughs> And I, I'm gonna cry because, like, honestly, 
Also, that was kind of a great up and away pose. You I saw did it this. as like a like an equality thing, like immediately. I did. I did see it like as an equality thing. I yes. was like, "Hell's yeah, she's gonna fly!" And like, I'm be not up laughing there. at you. I'm not laughing. No, at you, I, I mean promise. you're the comic book geek, so yeah. you're that she flies in the comic book. So it was great to see her flying and how they set it up. I don't that know. For me was very. I don't know. Uh, here's. I'm sorry. That was a great moment. There were great moments. Obviously, the golden armor is from the comic book. The golden armor isn't isn't Asteria's armor. Excuse me. Our cat is... It's okay. We're not editing. We're just going straight through. I'm going to get our cat off the table here. The, the golden armor is in the comic book as well. I love that story. That's a, that's a comic book nod, but it's not about Asteria. It's just that Wonder Woman has this, like... <laughs> Like Uber. Batman has this like mega Batman yeah. armor that he puts on. She has this mega Wonder Woman armor that she puts on. That's from the comic book. I mean, I appreciate- wait, wait. Let's go back to the flying. Can we go back to the flying? Sure. Okay. So, like two things that are completely unrelated to the Wonder Woman world. So, first of all, yes, it was like for me a total equality thing. Like, I felt like, and it's getting me emotional again. <laughs> it's okay. It was like, I think about what. I think about how the the superhero universe is so male dominated. I think about that all the time, and when I wa when I watched it from the eyes of me as a little girl who was such a fan of Wonder Woman, I she wasn't super powerful in the TV show. She wasn't. Well, there's only so much you can do. Right, and also they leaned a lot. The they leaned a lot on, on like, Steve Trevor. Steve Trevor. Yeah. It wasn't like sit down, Steve. Let me take care of business. Because it was, you know, no. also... and in this movie, she had to face a moment where she was like, I'm oh sorry, God. I got to say goodbye to you. And He's like, I got to go. I got to go. Oh my God, that because me the only way you're going to save the world is if you do it on your own. And he was like, bye. I'm no, sorry. No, when he you. said, I'm already gone, that yeah. like killed me. No, it was... So Patty Jenkins wrote And you this... knew that she was going to... You knew that he Pat, had to Patty leave. Jenkins, you could see she had a heavy hand in the script, which I appreciated. I just wish she would have brought somebody else in um, oh, God. To, to give her a dose. There was the whole Max Lord thing. I, I did not buy into that for a second. I'm sorry. Well, the Max let Lord me, thing. Let me, I'm going to agree and the with way, you. The, on... the way that it ended <coughs> with him somehow getting off a helicopter and calling his son's name. And there's his son. Oh, like, that. that. I, no, but the whole Max Lord thing. Okay. I just did not buy. And he's just touching people and well, granting here's wishes. The thi- here's the thing. I did Here, not buy into here's that Here's the thing. All. So when it started and we knew that this rock had powers and everything, I thought, oh, this is going to be really, like, you got to buy into this whole supernatural. Ma- magic, Weird. Yes. Magic. Total magic. And so, and I was in the, se- like, the fr- beginning of the movie when the rock came, I thought, and then I thought, you know what, Chris? Just buy into it because it's a fantasy world. And as soon as I let myself go with this rock, as soon as I let it go... And just let myself, because I'm just like you. I'm like, give me a really good reason why he has powers. I um, I was like right there. Like, I, I, I just let myself go. Um, I think that's one of the reasons that some of the negative stuff I've read about the movie so far is buying into the magic. Well, you got it. Yeah, because, because superhero movies in this in this gen, in this era, right, are not era magic. Super, the era of superhero movies is. Let us explain to you yeah. why people are flying. <coughs> right. We're going to explain to right. you what you what looks like magic, 
we're going to precisely explain to you. Even Star Wars movies do that. Yeah, they say I, it's midichlorians. And so this movie was totally, utterly like magic. And I kind of, and you know what? I kind of appreciate that they went in whole hog, to be honest. I did. I just, and just so you know, Maxwell Lord is a character from the comic book. Yeah. Well, he's, the, uh, he's kind yeah. of, he's kind of a, like a dumpy Donald Trump. He's like a scumbag. Yeah. Who wants power and money and yeah, fame. Yeah, in the comic yeah. book. Like a very corrupt. Yeah. Other, other favorite moments for me. I mean, the fight scenes were... They were really good. Off the chain. They and were really good. And for me, good. when the first time, and you know me, you know that song, you know that, that theme. The Wonder Woman theme. The Wonder Woman theme, like, makes me want to, like, lose my effing mind. Well, I, and I have to say this. Those of you that don't know me, <coughs> some of you know me, but uh, I'm a total, I've been a Batman geek since I was eight years old. Like, I'm a vest, fully vested expert on the Dark Knight. Yeah, he's he's like, like uber ridiculous. Like overboard. <coughs> so I noticed little things and I really appreciated mm. um the scene where she's got the lasso around Max Lord and she's saving the day but he doesn't know it. Yeah. Which I we'll come back to that cuz I didn't I didn't that was tropey as well. But um they started playing the Batman v Superman music. Yeah, yeah, you were. They were playing the Batman v Superman music all, all the way. If you think about the the beginning of that movie, where Bruce, uh, where where Thomas Wayne, Thomas and Martha Wayne get shot. Wait, I don't want to go into a whole Batman no, no. thing. All here. I'm saying is they were playing that music, and okay. I want to know why that choice was made. Well, are you a hundred percent sure that's what they were playing? A thousand percent, but they okay. put it in another key. Okay, I want to know. Why they did that. And that's the first thing I'm going to look up. Okay. Why were they playing that music there okay. in a different key? It was really interesting to me. But the, the, the ending was a little... That was a dark night. That's something we've seen in the dark night. Where the people themselves reverse the outcome. Yeah, let's get... And okay, dark night yeah. did that first with the two boats. Each of you has a, a, a switch to blow up the other boat. Yeah. And if neither of you does it, I'm going to blow up both boats. Yeah. Let, and okay. then in the end, people... We we discover that people are good, even though we don't think they're good. They don't blow anybody up. Right. And in the end, even though people have wished for millions of dollars and to be famous, and people are dead, and somehow everybody everybody takes back their wish. Yeah. That was a little. Well, it's the it. No, let's get. Yeah, I think it's fine. You just have to buy into it, and let's get back to like the points of this movie that we like. Let's talk about powerful female imagery. Hundred um, <coughs> percent. You love the invisible jet. How they inju- introduced that. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't think they were gonna ever. How 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 can you plausibly introduce an invisible jet? But now they explained it. That she could manifest it. That she like made it invisible herself. Uh, yeah. And um, we were talking about the fight sequence before you started talking about the other movie. I just mentioned it. The. The fight sequences, especially both movies, I'll say both Wonder Woman movies, are so exciting. And they're so great because you really, you know, you see, you really, uh, the director really empowers us to know that she is um, vulnerable at times, right? Like she, she's starting to lose her powers a little bit. And 
Like I, I like that. I like you. I like seeing her struggle. I like seeing that it wasn't but, super easy for her at times to win the battle. I also loved, I loved the the car chasing fight, where she goes to rescue the children, and she looks at Steve Trevor, who shoots the rocket, and she throws her lasso around the rocket to pick up the kids. I thought that was very clever. Go ahead. What were you no, there say? were great. <laughs> this is my criticism of most movies today, that that really cool moments are generated. Directors have no problem generating cool moments, but what they have a problem is telling us a great story from beginning to end. Well, you would say that the first Wonder Woman was a great story beginning to end. It oh my was God! Flawless. Yes, it was perfect. For me, this was incredible. Incredible, enjoyable, empowering. Yes, there were some like you knew what was gonna, you knew how it was gonna unravel. Obviously, she had to give up Steve Trevor. We got that. Um, Here's a but question I have it was, for you. It was moving. Here's a question I have for you. Why wasn't it like Wonder Woman 1974 or Wonder Woman 1994? Because I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I think it was. Because the 80s were the era of greed. The 80s are synonymous with greed. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that totally, that's another reason why I bought into this guy being like power, 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 money, oil, blah, blah, blah. That was the 80s, man. It was all about excess, mm -hmm. you know? Um, also, because in a totally unrelated, visually, like the 70s, you're right, the 80s are, they're like, like recent nostalgia. They're like super pop. The, the 80s are like super popular even now, right? With kids and stuff. Yeah, but nothing's going to beat the first movie for the... No, no. I'm not I'm not ever going to... For the period piece. I'm not comparing the two. I'm not comparing them to. I am honestly saying that this... To, to come off of the first Wonder Woman movie, which was, to me, just freaking flawless... And, and and do another movie. There's always expectations like, how are you gonna? How are you possibly gonna blow the lid off of this? Well, the, but then the, we can <laughs> all, as as film fans, we can all relate to the the sequel's got to take it up a notch. You know, Batman Begins has to be the Dark Knight. <coughs> Godfather One has to be the dark, the Godfather Two. Yeah, but a Star Wars has to be the Empire Strikes. See, Bar. I don't have that. I don't have that expectation anymore. That it's got to be better. It's got to be as. Tell me, out of the three Thor movies, which was your favorite? Well, it was Thor Ragnarok, <laughs> which is the third. One. But but Thor Ragnarok was not like the other two. No, not at all. So you that's what I that's why I appreciate Wonder Woman eighty four because they didn't try to redo the first one. Yes. They said, you know what, we're breaking it. We're there's gonna be some comedy, we're we're taking it to this magic realm, you're gonna buy in or you're not, and and this is our story. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that they didn't try to redo the first one. Also, um I will say Oh my God, she is gorgeous. I she will is. say that she is. And and the the more I hear about her as a performer and an artist, she is apparently like as beautiful on the inside as she is on the outside. I've heard nothing but amazing things from interviews about her, which makes me love her even more. Like she's amazing. Okay, she's like five eleven too. Yeah. She's now let's statuette. talk. No, no, no. I, I... It's about the end. What? No. What were you gonna okay. say? I was just going to say, um, 
I think this kind of ruins <coughs> the universe plans. I think this affects the universe, the DC universe plans. Why going can't she forward. just have her own universe? Okay. Why can't we just have here's, a Wonder Woman? Here's geek questions, okay? Okay. Okay. Movie, comic book geek questions okay, moving go ahead. forward. All right. Why is this the first time we're seeing her fly? Why didn't she fly in Batman v Superman? Why didn't she fly in Justice League? Why is this the first time we're seeing her fly? This was 84. Okay. This was 36 years ago she flew. Why hasn't she flown? Why haven't we seen her fly yet? Well, I, That's a comic do you book want, do you know what you know what my initial reaction is as an artist? She hasn't and needed a to? Well, I mean... Okay, this is my this is my actor self yes. justify. I'm playing it. Yes. And now I have to justify that question. Yes. You are the director. Yes. I'm gonna say it's a couple things. You know, for a character arc to grow, you know, you have to have things in your arsenal that they discover yes. for a, a character to grow. Yes. Now I'm I'm not dealing with you know she's like a hundred years old. This right? is a prequel now. Right. Yeah. yeah. She's like way old. There's that, and the other thing is. That's the actor in me saying, I'm uncovering. I'm uncovering my layers, my yes. powers. Yes. The director side of me goes, you need things for the audience to discover. You can't, you can't shoot your wad in one movie. Yeah, but you're telling me utility things. But, that, but that's, that's really so, what so it comes down to. So as a fan, to. that's a little hole for me. If I haven't seen her, I loved her discovering flight. <laughs> I really did. And I saw it. I don't know if you, you did you know she was going to fly in this movie? I thought, let me be honest with you, I, I, hadn't, I wasn't 100% sure, but when he was describing that famous line about well, it's just air and wind, yes. and that, I was like, okay. And, and the, uh, there was this tiny the trailer, glimmer. News flash, the trailer get, gives that away. Oh, I didn't see. I, I trailer, deliberately stayed she, off of. No, no. We saw the trailer where she's lassoing like lightning. Oh, and yeah, stuff. but that wasn't. The trailer like, totally gives it away. No, no, no. See, I don't, I don't think that's the same. But her I, lassoing lightning and her actually flying I, I, are two but, different but things. But that's how she flew. She would run and then <laughs> throw her lasso really hard in the air and it would pull her Yeah, but her then up. there were scenes where she was just flying. Well, she was gliding in the air. Yes. Yeah. And then she'd but throw I had, her lasso. Wait, I was telling you, I had this little, when he said that line, I did have this tiny glimmer of like, oh my God, is she going to fly? No, I have, and then I thought, maybe they're just making the reference to her flying the jet. No, I, listen, that's when I figured it <laughs> out. When he was describing flight. flight, and she was like, "I'm so in marvel of your flight," and he's like, "Oh, it's easy. You just yeah. you just do this, and yeah. you do this." And she's looking at him. I'm like, "Oh, they're setting." I thought that was a cool setup for her flying later. Well, that's what I'm saying. I was kind of had like this germ of, "Oh my God, is she going to fly?" Or are they setting up for her flying the invisible jet? Because we all know that Wonder Woman flies an invisible jet. Yeah, but in so the comic... So that's why I didn't know which direction yeah, they were the going. Yeah, in the comic, and there's various various versions of her, but in the comic, she's totally... There are times where she is flying with <coughs> Superman. That's... Like, the two of them are badass. just flying, okay? Yeah. But I like that they give gave that to us. The geek in me is kind of like, well... Well, it's like, it's also the same with any other, any other, you know, famous action or trilogy m moments. The The... The actor or the character has to make a discovery in each movie. That's well, what keeps is, that's what keeps the character. No, you're growth totally going. right, and this is where the trouble we run into with prequels. Oh, okay. Is 
you you've you've introduced a character, you've given them given them a set of traits, and now we're going to tell a story from 35 years ago and we have to give them even more traits. I I can I can be I can excuse it and I can be okay with it. I mean Okay. It was great. You loved the golden armor. You knew that oh, was... Oh, well, that was another well, thing I the liked. The trailer gave that away. Well, no, no, no. What I liked about the golden armor, what I was talking about it not being easy for her, was that Barbara was like ripping the armor apart in the battle. And you're like, oh my God. And then she, when she went like, screw it. And she and the dumped wings. the armor. No, she dumped the wings. She dumped the wings. The wings came off. I was like, okay. She get real now. I mean, like that. I love that. Like she wasn't hiding anymore. Yeah. I love that. I love the thing. I loved. Oh my god. Can I just talk about the ending? Yeah, go ahead. You mean that bonus scene? Okay. I said to Paul, I knew there had to be. I knew there had which to be a post credit scene. If if you've been on the internet <coughs> at all, I've I have not. Which I'm on YouTube. You know, it was. I, I knew about it. I knew about the scene. I didn't watch. I didn't because it was on the internet today. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't watch it. I just knew there was a bonus credit scene, uh, post credit scene with Linda Carter, and I didn't say anything. Okay, to you. so Paul and I and often I knew you were get gonna, in I knew huge you were fights. Lose your cookies. Paul and I get in huge fights because he spoils shit all the. Th- oh, I just swore. He spoils stuff all the time. <laughs> and I or didn't, I didn't. Or yeah, I'm very proud of you. Or he'll say something because he can't hold it in. And we have gotten massive, massive movie fights about this. He knows how important this movie was to me. And I was no, like, no, wait, wait, let me finish. Let I, me finish. I, in my defense, I just want to say real quick. Sometimes I figure something out during the course of the movie and I'll whisper it to her. I'll be and like, I want to punch oh my him. God, they're setting it up that this yeah. guy and she'll be, she'll be so mad at me. I was really proud of him because I thought if he speaks during this movie, I'm going to lose my mind. So it's the end. And I, I, all I said to him was, the credits start rolling out, I just want a little more magic. And he goes, well, just wait for it. And as soon as the final credit scene started, I will say, you know, I am swearing. I knew that that wasn't Gull. Yeah, I knew that wasn't her. I'm, and I thought, who is in this robe? I missed my chance. What I do you mean you chance. missed your chance? If I could have set up my phone... And got a video of you watching the post credit scene for the first time, I would get 20,000 views on YouTube. It would be a reaction, you know? Yeah, yeah. Here's my wife's reaction to seeing Linda Carter yeah, at the I end. Yeah, I was a mess. Also, <laughs> Linda Carter, like the reveal of her was. Oh my God, I wanna swear so bad, but I won't because I don't know be, who's bl- watching this, but it's looking like- it was blanking. Amazing. It's looking like she's going to be a character now in that universe moving forward. Which now it's going to make me cry. Which like she's going to That's teach gonna make me Diana. Cry. Stop. <laughs> I'm going to start crying again. She looked amazing. You saw the back you of her head. You did look amazing. She looked. You saw the back of her head and you were like, that's not her. I knew that's not it wasn't Gaul. her. That's not her. Well, I knew it wasn't Gaul for like the body type. Yeah. And the color she was wearing was original Wonder Woman blue. And I was like, okay, who is that? Is this like, because then I thought for a split second, I thought, oh my gosh, is this going to be a villain? Yeah, that's what they, like the Marvel, for, yeah, for setting a up split the, second, the villain in the next movie. I was like, oh my God, is this the villain? And then when you saw her catch the thing, I was like, oh my God, now I'm going to start to cry again. <laughs> okay, for those of you who don't know me, I'm like hardcore Linda Carter. Like, so, no. Linda Carter for me was, I mean, for girls... Four girls growing up no. was the first real 
powerful, powerful female for, superhero. For boys. I mean, I watched Wonder Woman when I was a kid. We are, we're both from the generation where Wonder Woman was a part of our regular TV. And Linda Carter was was kick-ass She was also, like, super inspirational to me. I was Wonder Woman for the Halloween. Mini, the mini Moog on that show was incredible. Was The what? The mini Moog. That's a little keyboard about this big. <coughs> so anytime she would, like, do a jump and it would go... Oh, yeah. Could you get me that sound? It was mini Moog. Could you just, like, get... They would do, like, mini Moog sounds. Could you get that as the final sound for this podcast? Why don't I just, like, play the Wonder Woman theme? Oh, my God, yes. Okay, but... I want to go back to uh, Linda Carter. <laughs> Linda Carter, yeah. Okay. But you, you so, were saying on that show that they use Steve Trevor a lot. Yeah, well, of... that's the other thing. That, like, always, even as a little kid, I'm getting emotional again. <laughs> it's all right. It always bothered me, and I was really little. Like, I was I was even watching it in reruns, and I, I was always bothered by the fact that, like, she was, like, this super smart powerful woman but like steve trevor was like always there and i so appreciate that this director is like she's gonna take the journey she's gonna go on it herself and no one's gonna step in and save her or help her and like even the way that chris pine matt i mean like the way they wrote his character i am getting emotional all over again how he knew that that was her job how he knew and that he was a hundred percent supportive of it, her. Like it moves me, and I think I keep coming back to this, but I keep thinking about these little girls watching this, and I keep thinking like how incredibly impactful this is for them. Because the boys have everything. The boys have everything, and we don't. And so, when I was little, my mom made me a Halloween costume. To be Wonder Woman. I was obsessed with her. I channel her. Like, I channel her. Like, I always think about, like, how, you know, the bands, like, the bullets just, like, letting stuff go off of you. I, I, I just wish that I could show this to every, I wish that every little girl could see this movie. Is that it should be mandatory viewing in every household. You know, little girls should get to see, and little boys should get to see this because it's a it's a great it's a great thing, and it moves me. It's like how you you know we in one year in the same year I believe it was the same year I got Wonder Woman and you got Black Panther, was mm-hmm. it in the same year? I'm not sure. I can't remember. Or within a year. Might have been. And how, like, you were like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. There's a black, super, a main black superhero on. It was like Wakanda forever. I mean, it was like, what? It was so emotional. Yeah. And it, it just, it just fills me. It fills me up. I'm, I'm, I'm 100%. I've always been 100% Wonder Woman. I still have my Wonder Woman t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Should I tell my Wonder Woman story on the podcast? Sure. There's some people out there who can't see our show. So we do a show. It's all TV theme songs. And Wonder Woman is one of the songs. Actually, Paul sings it. Yeah. (coughs) We do the theme song from the old Wonder Woman show. And this is actually a true story. I think it's it's a good tie-in just because how she... 
I wear my Wonder Woman t-shirt all the time. It's like sort of vintagey looking and I was doing show downtown and it was a dinner break and I went to get some food and um I was walking down this alley and there was an old man standing there and another man I was at the end of the street and I saw this man throw this man down and grab his bag and he started running towards me and I I don't know what possessed me I mean it was stupid I grabbed the man by the jacket. He was wearing a big puffy jacket. And I grabbed him and I said to his face, I saw what you did. And then I was like, oh, my God. I like go over him. I'm like, what am I doing? And he ran away. I mean, I'm very lucky. And I ran to the old man and I helped him up. And then there was cops on the other street. And I flagged on the cop. The cop came and helped him, and I described the guy that I saw, and I was, this is all in, like, the matter of probably, you know, five, ten minutes, it all happened, and I went back to work, and the girl who used to do our costumes, I told her the story, and she was like, Chris, oh my god, and look what you're wearing, and I looked down, and I had on my Wonder Woman t-shirt, so I think we all, I mean, it was stupid. I'm not telling anybody to grab robbers by the jacket. But I think we all have Wonder Woman inside of us. We all have that dual personality that we can, like, Yeah. I love to. it. For you, it was Linda Carter, you know. Oh, 100%. It was totally Linda Carter. And now it's, it's going to be, for millions of people, gall. And if they're in a movie together, it will be both of them. Oh, my God. It's amazing. I think that's a good note to go out on. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad I got to watch it with you. Oh, I, I, I feel closer to you. I know I know how connected to Wonder Woman you are. I'm just so happy they made the movie. And I'm crying again. I'm going to get you some golden armor. Oh. It'll be your birthday present. Like real golden armor? Yeah. Okay, perfect. So go out there and watch Wonder Woman girl power girl power thanks for watching it with me no thank you for letting me watch it with you it was I'm, a blast I, I i i think i need to come down from all of this great moments in that movie some great moments thank you for listening and uh let us know what you think of wonder woman 1984 i love you i love you too <laughs> Bye.